0: I like the way you worship. That's what the Sabbath school lesson was talking about. When you recognize that it's nobody but him, you 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 think that you started your heart rate this morning and that's why you woke up. But it's far beyond that. He has some Divine reason and he inhabits your praise. In the Old Testament, they would see angels dancing in the in the vapors of the sacrifice as it goes up. And in such a way, God inhabits our praise. I I would like you to really appreciate your pastor. You see when some things are when you see somebody doing something that is simple and routine you begin to believe that you can duplicate it because it's simple and it's routine I don't know if I told you there was this doctor we call her honey because she calls everybody honey and and I like to see when she opens the brain But I wasn't paying attention to when she drapes the patient. Because as far as I was concerned, draping the patient was very simple. Very routine. And then one day, honey turned to me and she says, Honey, I want you to drape the patient. Then I realized I did not know anything about draping the patient. (laughs) Your honey said to me two weeks ago, I want you to preach. (laughs) And for two weeks, I was laboring as to what do I preach? (laughs) Because it looks routine until you're asked to do it. And And that's why I'm saying that you should really, you should really give praise and thanks to God for sending us a preacher like the one we have. And I hope you don't despise the small beginnings, because for all you know, that might be the next president of the general conference. Right. And you sit here and you get it all for nothing. Just like some people despise my singing. I wonder why Sister Magnolia is laughing so hard. I thought a lot about what I'm going to what to say today. And at first I wanted to, to really preach on on the coming of the Lord. Because I can see the signs. And and I thought that maybe I should preach about the battle of Armageddon but realizing that the battle of Armageddon is being fought right in your very minds for the control of your minds. But I'm going to leave that to the pastor because I see from my angle another problem. And since that form of preaching is to her expertise, let me stay with which is my expertise. And I want to give you a slight thing about health because I think that, I think that we, are, we are losing that original gift that was given to us. Right. And along with that, and I, as I told you a couple of weeks ago, I had one patient with cancer of the tongue. As a matter of fact, two patients with cancer of the tongue, one 28-year-old that for some unknown reason can't move any part of his body and and the doctors are baffled as what's wrong with him. And then during this week it cemented me what I needed to preach about because I had this patient and let me let me read you one patient's diagnosis. Asthma with COPD, cryptococcal fungal meningitis, PCA pneumonia, cardiopulmonary hypertension, hypokalemia, AIDS, AIDS AIDS-related dementia, congestive heart failure, endocarditis, MCA pancreatitis, walking pneumonia, systemic MRSA. One patient. One patient. And I am saying to you, that we need to pay more attention to health. If what God gave the Adventist church as part of our need to reach the world is now being told to Adventists by non-Adventists, something needs to be rectified. And, and there is no way that God said what you eat or don't eat is going to determine if you get in the kingdom or not. But what you eat or don't eat is going to de- determine how much pain you get in the kingdom before you get there or not. So I'm going to go about this in a roundabout way. Let's 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 determine some words. Socialization, socialization. Socialization is a process by which we acquire the values of our community. There's a way that the community socializes you. There's a way that the community gets you to take on its values. And that process is known by social is known as socialization. Protocol. Protocol is the prescribed way in which things are done. You do this first, then you do this, then you do this. That's the protocol. And protocol is laid down by somebody who is higher than you. Because they did the study, they did the creation, so they know the steps. So when 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 that person says to you, pay your tithe, you better pay your tithe because although you don't know all the steps in the sequence or how it contributes to your health that person says by protocol i'm saying to you honor your father and your mother that your days might be long upon the land And this is the protocol set down by someone who is higher than you that's protocol but 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 the word but is a conjunction it joins two sentences It's saying that everything that went before no longer makes sense. It's saying, it's saying, it's saying, this is a good preacher, but... It's saying, forget that he's a good preacher, but this is what he's doing here. That's but. Discipline is is your area of competence. It's your area of competence. Heavenly Father, I come before you and your people and I ask that you... Take me and take my words and use them to your honor and glory. Hide me behind the cross that nothing that I say or do would bring glory to anyone else but you. Accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Naaman, Naaman, the book of Kings is a history of the kings of Israel. But somehow Naaman found himself His story written in the book of Kings. He was a Syrian general, and he was the general. He was not the king. His his Lord so trusted him that he put Naaman to do his bidding. In those days, kings went out to war. I wish they had the same system today. Because if you think that this war is so important, that this country will no longer exist because of the enemy, then the king should go to war. As far as I'm concerned, President Bush should have had a camp in Saudi Arabia. Any president that is sending me to fight, if that war is that important, I'm going to fight next to my king. I am not going to be in Afghanistan in all the heat and the president is in air condition in the White House. I love this kind of system that they had. That the kings went to war. But, 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 but Naaman and his king, he trusted Naaman so much that he wasn't too far from the battle because Naaman is leading out in the war. Naaman was brave and he... And they said he was honorable, meaning that he gives all glory to the king that sent him out to war. He wasn't usurping himself or or taking positions that he did not own. Sometimes it's good to be next to the seat of power and don't have the power. Sometimes when you're next to the seat of power, you decide who sees the king. So you have a lot of power. Although you don't have the power, you know what I mean? Naaman, Naaman was at the top of the food chain. Anything good that happened in Syria, Naaman had the best of it. The Iran Corporation did a study that says who should live when everybody can't. By the way, that study was done in America. Who should live When everybody can't. So you know. You got to be somebody to be in the upper line. Naaman was number two. (laughs) If, If everybody can't live in Syria. The king first. Naaman second. Keep them alive. Everything that Naaman wore. Became the socially accepted standard of the land. So, 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 if Naaman is riding a certain type of chariot, everybody else had the prototype of a smaller status. So Naaman came up with long sleeve shirt, and everybody started wearing long sleeve shirt because that was the accepted thing of the land. Little did they know that Naaman was trying to hide leprosy under his long sleeve shirt. They started wearing their pants and sagging down to their butt. And they think that this is a socially accepted way of doing things. Little did they know how the thing started. And if you don't know, you need to find out before you put it on. If you're going to dress a certain way and have certain things stuck onto your skin or your nose... They put rings in people's nose, animals, to lead them that way. If that's your socially accepted or if you have been socialized that way, at least, at least go back and study why they allow you to wear those things. Naaman was wearing long sleeve because he was a leper. So everybody started wearing long sleeve in Syria, not knowing Naaman is trying to hide leprosy. He was rich. He was honorable. He rode the best chariots, and he wore the best I could imagine. Naaman's bedhead—they used ivory from Africa in those days to carve out things. Could you imagine what Naaman's bedhead and his bedspread looks like? It rivals what the examinees have. Naaman had the best bedspread and the best bed head, but but he was a leper. Hear me, church. But is a conjunction. It it negates. short nice fitting clothes but he was playing cricket with a suit so everybody thought that he was better than everybody else not until he tried to feel a ball then they realized his shirt had no back Only God knows where your thoughts are. Only God knows what was happening last week. It's like what they wrote about President Clinton. President Clinton was such a good guy. He controlled the economy. He put everybody to work. But that White House was something else. President Bush was the president, but... Couldn't say a word to defend himself, not the country. You know, if you had elected Dole for the president, you would have had to change your way of swearing in. He could raise his right hand. It seems like all of us as human beings, we got something wrong with us somewhere. Socially, socially, or spiritually, physiologically, or psychologically, we, we messed up. No wonder we come to church. And thank God that He accepts you when you come. All of us are messed up in some way. If it's not because your father left, it's because your mother left. If, it's, if they stayed together, you're still messed up because you grew up poor. With all of that, but he was a leper. The, the, the human being, it, it says, it says, it says that. We should speak well of all of us because most of us got something wrong that would affect all of us. The, the, the rich, the rich and the poor alike experiences some things, we all get sick. You know Queen Elizabeth has a bathroom. Queen Elizabeth has a toilet bowl. Because as rich as she is, she is just like some of us. Yes. Because, because we are all in this together. If you break the laws of health, knowingly or unknowingly, you're going to get sick. Whether you're in the church or not, you are going to get sick if you break the laws of health. And uh, Naaman got sick. I wonder why some people get sick. First of all, you get sick because of outside agents bacteria, virus, fungus, etc. You get sick. Then you get sick because of inside agents. Nothing came from the outside. Your body just starts attacking itself. I don't know, maybe you got too many vaccines. I don't know. Then sometimes you have genetic factors. You had nothing to do with it. Your mom did not control it. She did not make the DNA. She did not arrange those things. You just got sick because you got sick. And by the way, if even you got sick, God shared life with you. And if even you enjoyed it for five or six years, you still enjoyed it. This is the ability to live. So even with your genetic deficit, you're still blessed. But the biggest reason why some of us get sick is because we self destruct. Born healthy, endowed with great genetic material. The, 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 in, do you know that black people survived the Middle Passage, survived slavery and Jim Crow, and all of that? Yet we have the biggest health problem in America because some of us we self-destruct we are engaged in some habits that no matter what they can give you any pill you are self-destructing you are this is habitual this didn't come from outside nor inside this came from here you just made the decision to do certain things if you die of emphysema really your death certificate should not read emphysema it should read self-destruct if you if you have a stroke because of cocaine use your death certificate should not read cocaine use it should read self-destruct do you know that Huey, the black panthers they were trying to control the black panthers when they were doing so well and making a change in america and, and the powers that be decided, how are we going to get these black people to change their course? So they introduced cocaine into their use. And that which they could not kill in the middle passage. Self-destruct. They self-destruct the whole continent, the, the whole country of China. In, in the 1850s self-destruct by the use of opium All right. All right. and it put China back in development that was where do you know that China invented the gunpowder but when they got China to use cocaine and opium not cocaine and opium then the people lack the mental ability to keep on developing and China was put back hundreds of years. So when cocaine was introduced into the black community, we self-destruct. Now, when we should have been in schools, when we should have been in all of the halls of the universities. Now the jails are full. Go to Martin Luther King Hospital. They would come at night with fancy cars, with stretch limos to harvest your organs. Because you have a good young heart and a good young kidney. But somebody else blew out your brain, so that's no good. It wasn't good anyway. So they take your organs and you willingly sign to donate. And I agree that you should donate. But if you don't have enough sense to keep what you have and treat it well, then donate it. I feel like Frederick Douglass. Oh, had I the ability that I could reach the people's ears. How I wish I had the command of the language and the sweetness of the accent and the key of your to get to your heart to tell you that you're destroying not only yourself, you're destroying the next generation. And you're putting us right back. To the place where our, where our labor would be valued. Nothing more than, than a place to sleep and something to eat. You're putting us back to slavery if you continue like this. You're self-destructing. You need to value what you have. You need to value that that melanin in your skin. That signifies that you're strong. I mean really strong. You need to realize that, that God made you well. You need to realize that you are well constructed. There is no car, no automobile, no, no jet, not nothing that man has made. That looks like you. That functions like you. You got to get an anatomy book and go through all of the systems that goes on in your body that you don't even know about. You don't realize what goes on into making your hair and, and why there isn't certain tissues on your face. And and, and and as soon as it changes from your lips to the inside of your mouth, the tissues are different are well made there is nothing like you walking erect your arms look like they're an appendage but do you know that they're responsible for your balance you can't walk without them I had a patient that his arms were paralyzed and he got up one day too quickly and he fell and he busted all of his face because he couldn't put out his arms To maintain his balance. Nothing about you is an accident. You are well made. I don't want to. I'm not endorsing anything. But ask the brothers about the sisters. They're well made. Ask the sisters about the brothers. They'll tell you. Oh my, 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 mamiya. My yeah. Well, mate, I don't know if you saw that movie, um, the one that showed where the slaves rebel on the on the uh, on the ship. But I'm a sad. When the brother came out of the hull and the moon, the moon, the moon shone on him and he. There was a kind of blue black color that shaped out. And when it showed up on the screen, I, I was in the movie. I couldn't see the faces, but I'm hearing the ladies. Mm, I'm a meal, I'm a meal. <laughs> Well made. Yeah. The hands of the creator. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever watched a baby being born? Yeah. You can't duplicate that if even you try. You don't have the brain power, the intelligence, nor the sensibility. All you did, you enjoyed the fun, and God did the blessing. Well made. Don't self-destruct. There's another reason why people get sick. All the book says idiopathic. Meaning, I don't know. You did everything to keep yourself well, but I don't know. I don't know why you got sick. The best minds are telling you, I studied this from top to bottom, but it's idiopathic. I don't know why. I know why it's idiopathic. I know why the best minds don't know. The organism is too complex. The organism... It's too complex. Do you know that in the middle of your ears, there are hair cells, and it didn't get there because you cut your hair and it fell into your your ears. (laughs) There are hair cells, and at the bottom of them, there are nerve endings, and they pick up little vibration of the liquid in the inner ear, and they transfer the information correctly into your brain, so you know what you're hearing. The organism is complex. Fluid and electrolyte balancing daily to keep us in balance. Breathing and respiration. You you think breathing and respiration is the same thing. No, no, no. Breathing is just taking in air. Respiration is something completely different. The temperature changes so oxygen comes off and Carbon dioxide comes off and oxygen goes in. It's very complex. And I'm not surprised because God made it. My mechanic, Pete, he told me, all the time Pete fixes my cars, the Volkswagen and this he fixes. So my brother's Lexus broke down and I said, Pete, I want you to fix it. He took a look under the hood. He said, take this back to the dealer. It's too complex. No wonder even when we eat the best things. No wonder when we did all our exercise and drink all of the water. Dying, you will die. Because the organism is complex. And it breaks down. And we eventually die. So Naaman had leprosy. It was the AIDS of the day. Incurable. Contagious. It fills the bravest men with fear. <laughs> they used to call it the stroke of the day. And this is what Naaman had. And the law was intractable. If you get leprosy, we put you out on an island somewhere. But Naaman had political connections. So he was allowed to stay home. He was allowed to stay home. And the little girl said, she said, wish that my master was in Israel. Where the prophet, where the prophet could have done something for my master. Oh, or oh, if 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 you train, if you train the little children well, if even they go into slavery into another country, if you teach them their connection with God, He will bring forth praise even in a foreign country. Because she said, she said, she said. I know, I know, my God is a funny kind of God because my God did not stop me from getting into slavery. But even in slavery, I can tell my master if he goes back to Israel, to the prophet in Israel, there is a God that can do something about it. That's a well-trained Sabbath school, AY child. She did not say there are some good health insurance in Israel. She did not say there are some good herbs in Israel. And I'm telling you, some of us need to use herbs to keep ourselves or to help to perpetuate our health. But I want to tell you, healing, real healing, comes from the hands of God himself. You see, lots of of times... Lots of times we mix up, we mix up things like everything is miraculous, everything is not miraculous. You're misplacing the word. Miracle is a break in the casual nexus, meaning that God has the ability to slow down the process or accelerate the process. And then put it back on its normal course. That's a miracle. You getting a cold and the doctor gave you antibiotics. That's not a miracle. That is good medicine. You driving 100 miles on the freeway. And the police head was turned the wrong way. So you didn't get stopped. Don't come on Wednesday night and say that was a miracle. (laughs) That is not a miracle. A miracle has to be done by the hands of God. When Jesus healed the woman with the issue of blood, it says that her body returned to the state of a newborn child. That's a miracle. When the doctor does surgery on you and he leaves a scar, that's not a miracle. That's good medicine. That's not a miracle. When Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, that's a miracle. When you need CPR and you come back, that's not a miracle. Separate the two. Separate what God does when he puts his hands on you from what the doctor does when he puts his hands on you. If even is Dr. Skinner. Don't mix up the two. Naaman said, Naaman said, this prophet insulted me. I thought there was such a thing as protocol. Because I was socialized a certain way. This man is supposed to come and do a history and physical on me. He didn't ask me how old I was. He did not ask me how 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 what other medical problems I have. The man stayed in his house and he has the audacity to tell me to go deep in that thirsty, nasty river. He doesn't understand. This is Naaman with his white long sleeve shirt. <laughs> God should follow a certain protocol. But well, let me tell you something about protocol. God doesn't follow anybody's protocol. He's going to do it the way he wants to do it. Anytime he wants to. God, who in sundry times and in diverse manners work in times past he does things any way he chooses to jesus took up mud spit on the mud you would think that he should have something clear if he's going to put it in your eyes but god does it the way he wants to god doesn't follow god doesn't follow anybody's protocol he doesn't follow your timing either You said that Jesus should have come 20 years ago. But I want to tell you, if he chooses to come today, that's his business. He doesn't follow your protocol. He doesn't follow your standard. You might think Sunday law has to pass before Jesus comes. But God doesn't follow your protocol. He does it the way he wants to. And I like how he does it. Sometimes he turns it on his head. He does the complete reverse. He says, I'm going to heal you, but go in the dirty river. I'm going to clean you up, but go wash in the dirty river. A lot of us don't get healed because we despise the simple. A lot of us do not get well. Because we despise the the simple. If I tell you, you have a headache, you need to drink more water. Uh Uh-uh, that's too simple. No wonder, and I realize this. Sis, if they come to see you, charge them. If you don't charge them, they don't value it. I'm working as a PA in the doctor's office. The lady came, and it's obviously it's a viral infection. She doesn't need antibiotics, and she's leaving. And she said to me, "What am I paying you for? You have not ordered anything for me." We despise the simple. You need to drink more water. Most of us, we need to get up in the morning open the window and take some deep fresh air, deep fresh air, we can walk, if we would walk 15 minutes, if we would walk 15 minutes more per day, we would avoid a lot of surgeons and their knives. if you would keep your own wife if you would keep your own wife or your own husband you would avoid cardiopulmonary hypertension AIDS related dementia endocarditis MRSA but you see that's too simple but you, Because you are, you're very sophisticated. You, you are educated. You are socialized. You eat at the top of the food chain. The Bible says, the Bible says, if you eat at a rich man's table and don't pay attention to what you eat, take a knife and put it in your throat. Do you know before, all the rich people, loved fine white flour not knowing that brown flour was good for them and all the poor people wanted to eat white flour <laughs> because because the rich eats white flour so if we eat white flour it will be good for us you despise the simple If they tell you go walk in the sun in the afternoon so that you get a little more vitamin D, you will not do it. But you would go to the doctor. He writes a prescription for you for $200 and tell you go buy vitamin D. You'll do that? You will do that, but you would not do the simple... The woman said she tried everything of all the physicians and she only grew worse. It's been a long time that doctors have been taking all your money and you're not getting better. But you will learn. You would not learn the simple. No, because, because you have you have insurance. Because you have insurance, and you can you can go to the doctor and I'm with some of the doctors and they would say what did she came here for? she has psychological problems she has psychological because you wouldn't do the simple and you come back next week and he gives you a psychoanalysis referral but you wouldn't do the simple they said exercise helps you with depression You want Prozac instead of walking, you want Prozac. And I must put this in you eat too much meat. No, I don't think you should eat any. But I can't stand up here eating it and say that you shouldn't eat any. Because I have to go home and deal with Dana. You shouldn't eat any. But even now, you're eating too much. Do you know you eat too much, literally? Even vegetarian food, you eat too much. Because some of the things is your body don't know what to do with the rest. What am I going to do with the rest? And you won't drink water, so you're not going to the bathroom. What am I going to do with this? (laughs) Buy fruit. No, you want to buy coles. Eat fruit at night. No. You want Metamucil. <laughs> oh my God. What's wrong with my people? My people have committed two evils. They have, they have despised what God has made. They have despised what God has made. And they're trying to drink water out of their own cistern. Do you realize even the fruit juices that they make, that they concentrate, is not as good as if you go past Loma Linda where they're selling the oranges and you buy it from there. That's much more healthy than the one that you buy in the can. And they fool you with OJ anyway. After half an hour, OJ loses all of his vitamin C. So what are you drinking in the box? What are you drinking in the box? You spend more to buy premium gas for your car, but you won't spend a dime to get some organic food to eat. Because you think that organic food is too expensive. But your car, oh don't touch that, don't touch that. One sister left the church because somebody came too close to her car and scratched it. So she's not coming back to church because somebody scratched her car. And you would think that it's some kind of car. It was a Pujo. The little girl, the little girl, the little girl said to Naaman, she said, she said, Naaman, there is a prophet in Israel. He said, there is a prophet in Israel that would even heal leprosy. By the way, she was so young that I don't believe she saw anybody that was healed from leprosy before. But she doesn't have to know anybody that was healed from leprosy before. She knew the God. She knew about a God who has the innate ability to heal, reverse, or advance leprosy anytime she wants to. And based on the testimony of what other people have said in Israel, she says, Go and talk to the prophet. Go talk to the prophet because the prophet knows somebody. Who is a who has a certain kind of discipline. You see, there are certain doctors that have certain kinds of discipline. They can only do cardiology. They can't do psychology. They can only do, they can only do anatomy and physiology. But they can't do other specialties in the field. But she says, I know a God. I know a God that he has a multidiscipline specialty. You bring anything to him, he can fix it. It's like, it's like Jesus. They said he healed all manner of diseases. It doesn't matter what problems ails you. You can come to him and he would heal you. I'm saying to you today, if even, if even you got sick because of your own fault, he doesn't only have healing ability, he has mercy and he has grace that you would say, look, I'm going to look past what you did. I'm going to look past what you did, but now, but now I expect you to act differently. And he says, I don't only expect you to act differently, I'm going to give you the grace. I'm going to give you the personal strength to get up and act differently. Not so much because I want you to be healthy, but because I want you to be a testimony for me. So that when you get up, you'll say to the people that I serve a God that heals. I serve a God that restores. I serve a God that does miracles. He not only advances, He reverses disease. He has them in His hand. He can push them this way. He can push them that way. It's like what He did with the sun. He can advance the, the sundial this way, or He can put it back that way. And when He's finished with it, it would remain there as a testimony. Because He's got that kind of power. Now, if your father has that kind of power, you need to change your way of life. You need to change your way of life. I'm not going to ask you for any appeal. I'm not going to ask you for any showing of your hands. I'm not going to ask you to come up here because you did that before. But I want you to change. I want us to change. I want us to change. God, God wants to restore Israel. He wants us to be the head and not the tail. Not for bragging rights. Not because he wants bragging rights. But because he wants his people to be strong so that he can use you. So he can use you to to be a blessing to others. There is a bomb in Gilead. There's a great physician here. And whatsoever your problems today, do not leave here with those problems. He can restore them. He can restore them today. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. And grant you peace.